In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. At the very end of the Gospel reading this morning, we hear our Lord saying to this Gentile woman, this woman of, uh, this Canaanite woman, Woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you according to your desire. You can have exactly what it is that you want. Great is your faith. And what a great blessing to have an example of great faith Uh, On the same day that we have a baptism into the Orthodox Church, uh, because, thanks be to God, little Julian has now been baptized. I had to sprinkle him a little bit. He's taller than a lot of our other babies. Uh, But it's great for him to have this example of great faith in the gospel, because Lord willing, at the end of his life and at the end of all of our lives, we'll hear the Lord say to us, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. Those would be great words for us to hear, especially if what we desire is the kingdom of heaven, then we will be granted the kingdom of heaven. So how did this woman this morning portray great faith, and how can we learn from her to uh, be ourselves examples of this great faith? Well, I think that there are three very important things that this woman does Uh, as she approaches Jesus, that help us to know and understand what it is to have great faith. The first thing that she shows as she comes to Jesus really is great humility. It says in the Gospel reading that that, uh, Jesus was in the, the region of Tyre and Sidon. Now, this is an area that is north of Jerusalem, and it's far away from uh, where most of the Jews would have been living. And so out there in Gentile country... Jews and Gentiles weren't necessarily getting along, and there was likely a whole bunch of friction that was going on between them. And for a Gentile to come to a Jew and ask for help would have been something that would have been completely unheard of. That would have required of this woman great humility to be able to actually come and say, I've heard all of the things that this person has done, and I am going to come to him and see if he can do something about healing my daughter who is ill. It took great humility for her to be able to actually uh, do that. And when she approaches him, she even uh, shows her great faith even just by the words that she uses. She calls him the son of David very particular Jewish phrase uh, that she would have heard. She also calls him Lord. But in order to do any of that, she has to first show great humility. And so the first way that we are able to show and proclaim that we have great faith is by ourselves first being humble. The second thing that this woman uh, does is that she is uh, very persistent She perseveres in her faith. She doesn't stop when the answer seems to be no or worse, as we'll see. Because as she comes to Jesus, she begins to cry out to him, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus doesn't say anything. He responds to her with silence. So much so that the disciples even have to come to him and say, Lord, please send this woman away because she continues to cry out. She continues to try to beseech you. But he was silent. Now, how much of the time have we in our own struggles, in our own sufferings, when we have called upon God over and over and over again, only to be met with silence? How persistent are we or do we give up? 
Do we stop our prayers? Do we turn to something else for assistance and help and not recognizing that the Lord is pushing us and helping us to see our need to be persistent and to persevere in our faith? And this woman is a great example because finally Jesus responds to her, but he says, first, I've come to the people of Israel, to the lost sheep of the people of Israel, basically saying to this woman, I'm not going to answer your prayer. And yet she continues to be persistent and persevere, and she falls down at the feet of Jesus and says, Lord, help me. And then Jesus seems to rebuke her even more. And he says, it is not fair to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. He basically has told this woman, I'm not going to answer your prayer, and you are likened to a dog in that analogy. And her persistence and her humility is really shown because she doesn't argue back and say, well, now that's not fair. Her humility is shown by she doesn't argue back. She says, yes, Lord, but even the dogs receive the crumbs from the master's table. And so she pushes forward even further. And all she wants is just the crumb from the table, from the Lord, knowing that that would be enough in order to heal her daughter. And that, after her persistence, is finally when the Lord says, great is your faith. But there's one other thing besides that humility and besides that perseverance that I want to point out about her great faith. And that is the fact that she is sacrificially loving because she does it not for herself, but she does it for her daughter. She does it for someone else. And so part of our great faith has to be not only the humility that we show and not only the persistence and the perseverance that we have in bringing our our struggles to Christ, but it's our willingness to do it for someone besides ourselves. We might be willing to be humble and be embarrassed and shame ourselves in order for us to be healed. But how willing are we to be persistent and to keep going on and on and on for someone else to be healed? And that is a very powerful part of this woman's great faith, is that she had sacrificial love for someone else. And what a great example that is for us as we are called to have great faith so that our desires can be answered by our Lord. Now this morning we have almost an icon of this with Little Julian Julian being brought to the church to be baptized by his parents. It's the humility and the perseverance and the love that his parents and his godparents have for him that bring him here to receive not just a crumb from the master's table, but to receive the entirety of the kingdom of heaven in the Eucharist, in the body and blood of Christ that he will receive for the first time this morning. And so from the day of his baptism, he is being taught of the importance of great faith and even having an example and a witness of great faith and how that great faith can be salvific. And now the challenge is for the rest of us, not just his parents and godparents, but for all of us who are part of the community that he is being baptized into to ourselves show that great faith. To show that humility and to show that perseverance and to show that sacrificial love so that not only on the day of his baptism will he know that that sort of faith exists, but every single day of his life. 
And he will be united to a community of people sacrificially loving one another and, Lord willing, then not only individually being saved, but all of us together being saved. Because that's part of that lesson that we have this morning. That great faith is something that brings about the salvation, has the potential to bring about the salvation not only of the person who has it, but those who are around them as well. Because if you desire the salvation of you, and you desire the salvation of you, and all around the entirety of the room, if all of us have that great faith, then all of us will get what we desire, which will be not only our salvation, but the salvation of every single person around us as well. Great is your faith. And our Lord says, may you have what you desire. May it happen. And so on this day with this great baptism, which is a great uh, eternal mystery of the church, yoked together with the divine liturgy that we have this morning, may we have the example of great faith. May we be humble, seeking and asking for help. May we persevere when it seems like we aren't going to get what we ask for, but let us continue to seek after our Lord and to continue to be persistent in our prayers towards him and let us sacrificially love one another so that the Lord can look to us and say, great is your faith. Let your desires be granted. And may we desire the kingdom not just for ourselves, but for every single one in this world. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.